Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Good to have you here, everybody. Uh, I love, love, love to be able to connect with all of you. What a great day this is. I was reading something earlier this morning, and uh, and, and it was really kind of interesting. You know, I I was reading uh, about Dan Millman's new book, uh, The Four Purposes of Life. And, And I thought to myself, have I figured that out yet? You know, where am I in the scheme of things in figuring that out? And we're going to be uh, interviewing Dan so he can take us through that. But that's actually his new book, The Four Purposes of Life. One of the purposes for sure that I've come to know is what it's like and what it means to be of service. And to be of service in a lot of different ways. And and also to have some fun along the way. You know, the Dalai Lama has an incredible sense of humor. If any of you have ever heard him speak or have, you know, have just seen some of the quotes from him. But, you know, he's pretty much, you know, really got it going on in terms of how he delivers. And so being of service has such a broad connotation. What does it mean to be of service? Today's show, uh, both hours, you're going to hear from people that are of just incredible, unprecedented service. And, you know, how they go about their lives. You know, joining us here at the first hour, Debbie Getz is going to tell us how to be prepared for whatever Mother Nature throws our way. Are you ready for the big one? Well, Are you even ready for the little one? I mean, that's kind of the question at hand. And I got a dose of what that means living in California while I was uh, going back to school. But are you ready for the big one? Uh, Emergency preparedness expert Debbie Getz joining us here today. She's going to tell us how to get prepared for whatever Mother Nature throws our way. Then uh, we're going to be joined by Peter Kane. He's going to tell us how to get prepared in the monogamy challenge for whatever intimacy throws our way. So both shows are an exploration of, you know, what to look for in life, how to deal with the unexpected, and how to make sure you chart your course and do the best that you can. Now, let me just tell you, we reached out to Debbie uh, because there is a concern, especially if you're living anywhere on the West Coast, but specifically the Pacific Northwest. And there has been a concern all over the country, as a matter of fact. I mean, what we are seeing in parts of the country now that never expected to get tornadoes, never expected to have Mother Nature um, do some of the things that it's uh, doing right now, uh, everyone is being on the edge. I just got off the phone talking with Linda And, you know, she again pointed out to me that they're expecting some severe, severe storms in, you know, in the Northeast. And unexpected for them means that they're used to the regular rocking and socking. Let's see the lightning and the fireworks happening and the rain coming down. But what they're not used to is the magnitude 
of those storms and how they literally can tear up a town. So Debbie's joining us here today. She is an emergency preparedness training specialist with the Seattle Office of Emergency Management. And so for the past five years, she has uh, enjoyed teaching people throughout the community about this. She's also part of a core team who responds to the Emergency Operations Center after a disaster to help coordinate city services. This is a huge job, by the way. Just want you to know. I don't know if any of you know the history of the telephone company, but if you want to look at the Ma Bell uh, mission, Ma Bell was, uh, had a fundamental mission, and I don't know how they crafted everything they did, including caller ID and, and, and doing all of that stuff, into this one thing that they were responsible for. And that was to make sure that the telephone lines and the telephone systems worked, regardless of what was happening around the world. That was a primary function of the telephone company. Not many people know that. You know, every time I got to see the budget and what the budget, trillion-dollar budget, and what it really was for before divestiture, it was kind of interesting to see that this was their mission, to make sure the telephones work. Now, certainly, we have moved on to bigger, better. Actually, we've moved on to smaller things. Cell phones, some, some cell phones are, are, are smaller than, uh, you know, your, your car opener these days. It's amazing. But Debbie's joining us here today as someone that knows about what we need to do, how we need to do it, how to be prepared for it, and how to be, help others learn how to be prepared. Prepared. So she's joining us. Debbie, thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. It is great to be here. You know, it used to be, and this is what I was saying, and I'd love for you to weigh in on this. It used to be that, you know, we would look at places like California, right? And we'd say, all right, you know what? Everybody in California expects the earth to move. And, you know, they, they understand what the earth moves like. People have it so ingrained in themselves that, okay, they can tell by the way the earth is moving whether or not they should actually do anything. But what's happening across the country is really unprecedented. And not just our country, but, you know, we're looking at Japan and other places. You know, what happened in the storms in the south? Uh, I mean, are you really at this place now where we're able to talk about being prepared no matter where you live, Debbie? want to be prepared because it doesn't just take a disaster to kind of throw you off balance, if you will. Uh, it's anything unexpected that comes our way, and that's just kind of part of life, and we don't know everything that's going to come and cross our path. So preparedness is a piece of it, and we definitely do want to scale up for those big disasters, but preparedness really becomes almost a mindset that you're, the way you're thinking, it it will definitely drive what you're feeling and what your actions will be ultimately. Well, and you know, one of the things that I love that what you just said, it is being prepared and being prepared uh, in a way that it's almost second nature. You know, I mentioned the whole California thing when I went to school down there. Now, you can imagine me never really experiencing anything like what an earthquake would feel like on a regular basis, right? Mm -hmm. So every time a truck would go by, (laughs) <laughs> the condo that I was staying in with my buddies, right? Every right. time like a truck would go by, I would grab onto the counter. You know, it's like, is this it? Is this it? I, I thought it was it. And, you know, my friends, everybody would laugh at me because I had such a mindset about what it would be like down there. 
Yeah. Um, well, I think it's I think it's a matter of keeping the right perspective. And mm-hmm. so certainly when you do start to feel the ground move, <laughs> then you want to be able to, as we say, take a quake safe action. And the number one thing to do is to just get yourself under a desk, a table, or a countertop. That's the first thing you want to think about doing. Okay, so have the rules of the game changed? Remember how it used to be where everybody said, get in the doorway? Uh, they, they have changed a little bit. We do know, we no longer say get to a doorway um, because buildings are built differently now. So sometimes a doorway really isn't going to be any more protective than just it's a cutout in the wall. So you're really better off uh, getting yourself underneath something, getting low, getting underneath, or getting beside an interior wall, away from the windows and things, getting beside a wall, into a corner, into a column, that kind of thing. Those are great options. The doorway, it's behavioral really more for the doorway. The doorway encourages you to run, which is absolutely the not, not the right thing to do. We want to discourage running because one-third of injuries during earthquake are actually to leg bones. And people are running because they think there's a better place to be. But really what we say is just get down low. Give yourself three to four seconds. Get somewhere secure. Ride it out. So it's tough to get to a doorway. It's tough to stand in a doorway because your center of gravity is too high. So you're trying to steady yourself, and you may just get thrown out of there like a toothpick and end up with broken fingers, toes, collarbones. That's what happened in the Kobe quake in Japan in 1995. And so the other thing about doorways, there's a door in the doorway, and the door is going to violently beat you as it opens and closes during an earthquake. So for all those reasons, we just say no to doorways. We say yes to drop, cover, and hold. Yeah, thank you. Now, one of the things that you've said is that the number one tool to being prepared for disaster, uh, as in any unexpected life event, is your mind. Tell us a little bit about what that means. Yep, I think that this is the value of knowledge and training and practice. And so give yourself that knowledge, and then that's what you internalize through your practice, and that's the training that you give yourself. You maintain a presence of mind, and then that's why you can do the right thing at the time when it's called for. It's very, very similar to when firefighters are training on the, on the training ground all the time because when the bell hits at 2.30 in the morning, they don't have time to figure out what to do. they got to go do what they do. And so that's all of the training that kicks in. You know, there are so many things we're going to talk about today. Debbie, uh, Debbie gets joining us here today. She is graciously has uh, agreed to talk with us about emergency preparedness. She is an expert. Thank goodness. So we're (laughs) going to be talking about many, many things today at the show. Uh, You know, especially if you're living in a place where, you know, there is the possibility of what might happen to you. And, you know, the possibility isn't necessarily an earthquake. And so there are many, many things things that I think for all of us to be ready for. And so this is what today's show is about. Uh, We're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We're going to make sure that you all have lots of information on how to uh, find out more about this. There's lots of downloads you can get. This is going to be very, very cool. We're really thrilled Debbie has agreed to join us here today. When we come back, we're going to be talking about more specifically some of the things that you you can do to get prepared. What are they? What do you, every one of us listening to the show, what can we do? What are the three things we need to do to get prepared? My very special guest today, Debbie Getz. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
Imagine you had a way to protect yourself from cancer, depression, disease, and dispel the nastiest bugs that attempt to hide undetected. Take a moment to wonder, how does that feel? How powerful? Did you know that enough golden sunlight produces vitamin D in your body to protect itself against disease? Producing enough vitamin D can kill cancer, even help with weight loss. This amazing little vitamin is actually not a vitamin at all, but a powerhouse of protection that can activate your body's innate healing ability, but only if you have enough in your blood to shine the light. Tune in to award-winning author Dr. Lucinda Messer as she shares how you can harness the power of sunlight to create a healthy body and mind. Her book, Powerful Medicine, Vitamin D, Shedding Light on a Worldwide Health Crisis, is like having a vitamin D expert on hand to answer all your health questions. For more information, visit PowerfulD.com. Integrative Dentistry provides a broad range of holistic dental services by using healthy materials, whole body understanding, and quality care. Dr. Mitch Martyr focuses on natural dentistry by combining alternative treatments with conventional procedures. He has done extensive research and continuing studies in a broad range of allied fields, including TMJ and pain treatment, orthodontics, periodontology, mercury removal, toxicology, nutrition, herbal medicine, acupuncture, massage, craniosacral, and homeopathy. Call for an appointment or free consultation at 206-367-6453. That's 206-367-6453. And visit MitchMartyrDDS.com. That's MitchMartyrDDS.com. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you're experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to your individual needs. We're open seven days a week with convenient locations in Green Lake and Queen Anne. New clients mention hearing this ad and enjoy $20 off your first massage visit at Dream Clinic. Learn more about us at dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. Discover Dream Clinic and experience the difference. Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness, your local herb shop, with your herbal tip of the week. Mineral-rich teas. Make up a pot of mineral-rich herbs and sip through the day to boost hydration and your mineral intake. Some mineral-rich herbs include nettle leaf, raspberry, dandelion leaf, oat straw, alfalfa, and peppermint. Maximize the mineral content of your tea by steeping the herbs in hot water overnight. Minerals in this form can increase metabolism, alkalinity, and hydration. Thanks for tuning in to my herbal tip of the week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, we are so thrilled to have Debbie Getz joining us here today. We're talking about being ready. Are you ready for the big one? Are you ready for the little one? Are you ready in general? What does that mean? Debbie, thank you so much for joining us here today. It's great to have you on the show. You're welcome. It's fun to be here. So let's talk about that nutshell, those three things uh, that we could share with people uh, is, so that they can get better prepared if they're not Absolutely. doing it already. Yep. We say uh, try, try and go for three things. Have a kit and supplies, have a plan, and learn some skills. Kit, plan, and skills. 
Okay, so let's t- let's take the first one. You know, I guess the first one is a plan. Explain what a plan looks like because you know many of us do planning, but mm-hmm. this is really different. I think this is the plan that really it starts with talking to your family, talk to your family and loved ones, the people that you care about who care about you. And one of the really vital pieces of your plan is how will you reconnect after whatever happens? Because it's universal. Something unexpected happens, and your mind will automatically turn to, how's my family doing about this? You know, the clo- people closest to me. And so part of that, to, to have that plan solid, is how will we reconnect? We know that during any disaster, phone lines go crazy. Yeah. They get jammed. Usually they are just, it's overuse. It's not because the system gets broken or damaged. We just literally can't all be talking on the phone all at the same time. There's no capacity. So have a way. We, we ask people to de- develop their own out-of-area contact, that one person that they all know and can program into their cell phones, home phones, or carry around in their wallet. Who's the one person who can be their own family relay? So everybody in the area that's affected calls Uncle Joe, Aunt Sue, your mom, your father, whoever that person is, and that's how you exchange messages locally. And so that goes a long way toward really just kind of finding some peace of mind during something unexpected. When you, don't, when you can't see that person, you, you don't know. You know, you know your, your spouse is at work or your child is at school, but you're not physically with them. So this provides a little bit of peace of mind. How important is it to create what they call a phone tree? Well, the, that's that's kind of the out-of-area contact idea is mm. if you wanted to, you could extend that, but what I would do is I would ask your out-of-area contact to be your phone tree person. Right, okay. Yeah, so ask your, ask your Uncle Joe, okay, Uncle Joe, now I need you to call all the other family members and let them know that, hey, I'm okay here, I heard from my brother, I heard from my, my child, we're all okay. And that's the news they really want to hear. And let your out-of-area person take that on. That's a brilliant idea, right? Because, yep. you know, if you if you if you're kind of creating this phone tree with all the people that live in the same area that you're you live yeah. in, that that could be not as resourceful. Yeah, you're adding to the you're adding to all the congestion here. So you don't want to do that. In fact, you really want to kind of if you can stay off all phones for the first few hours, give that system a little bit of time to recover. Uh, the hardline system that we have, the one that the pay phones are all on, very, very hardy system. But sometimes phones will get shaken off the hook during an earthquake, so or they'll get blown off during a hurricane or a windstorm. So you really want to put them back on the on the hook as you see them. That system will recover. Many, many, many of us now are carrying the cell phones, right. and cell phones have been pretty good. Well, they've actually been a little bit unpredictable yes. during disasters. But yeah. the one part of the cell phone system that has been pretty good has been the texting. So and so here's my tip. If you don't text now, talk to your 10-year-old because texting is a tool that you want to have in your bag at the time of a disaster. And if you do know how to text, teach your grandma because every family member, you want to have that ability to do that. Here's why it works. When you want to make a cell phone call and talk to someone person to person and hear their voice, you have to have a closed circuit between your two cell phones. But when you're texting someone, a text will, it's a very low band way. And so a text goes through in a little bundle, or they call it a packet of information. And so a text gets through because it can look for those little breaks between your two phones. And that's how it gets through. So it might take just a maybe smidge more time, 
but the text will go through when the person-to-person voice call won't. Let me and ask. It's not, it's not a guarantee, right. but it has been better. Let it me, has been better. Let me ask you a question about this. I want to go back to something you just said because uh-huh. you know I don't know if you heard my introduction. I worked for the phone company. I, I actually yeah. got my first job when I was seventeen there, pushing a mail cart. So you know, for a long time, I had this bell-shaped head. Uh, but one of the things I learned was the true mission of Ma Bell wasn't to do what a lot of people think of it as doing now. It was to make sure that those telephone systems, not only did they exist, but that they they were stable and hardy. Now we're not using that system anymore. We're almost most people are, have moved to digital uh, you know, can you talk to that for a minute? Because I don't think people understand how these digital connecting to your Internet phones are different from the old Ma Bell landline, which is still available. The landline is always going to be the hardiest system out there. It is, it is hardwired. And so that's what, but, but now anymore our estimates are 30 to 40% of families have gone cell phone only. And oh, so wow. They're, they're switching over to a different system. Well, we are in a technology world. And so technology yeah. has, has been really beneficial to us and particularly in disasters. And so what's going on now is people are going to text, texting, tweeting, Skyping, posting, blogging, all of those systems that we use every day. We're not going to stop using them during a disaster. So what that means is, the takeaway is, how do you keep yourself charged up? So you want to have the ability to get the alternate power. The hardline phone, if you're maintaining that hardline phone at home, at work, at school, you know, that's a great system. And so a lot of people still keep that as a backup, as w- and they have their cell phone in addition. So it just depends on how you work that personally. Well, okay. So that that is really important to make a conscious decision about that, right? Mm-hmm. Be, yeah, especially if you happen to be living in a part of the country or countries uh, where the there, there's a higher risk, correct? Sure. But there's always pay phones, too. Now, they, granted, they are getting fewer and farther between, but that's one thing that you can include in your plan. Yeah, where, where it is. Where are my nearest phone booths? And it may be a mile or so or even more away, but it's really valuable to be able to locate those, the closest one to where you live, to at home and where you work and your child at school, all those things. Have your alternates all laid out, all part of the plan. Okay, so it's almost like being in the movie The Matrix where they always had to know where their telephone was. <laughs> I mean, that's the visualization I just had. It's like, know where your phone is. Yeah, know where there's that no guy in the back. There's no guy in the back kind of able to feed that to exactly. you. you know it. That's part of being self-sufficient. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, a, a word of advice to all of you out there from somebody like me that actually does use a payphone from time to time, please make sure you check that that phone is really working. And if it's not, tell the telephone company wherever Very you live because they they still maintain those right Debbie? exactly exactly yeah they're going to want to know okay so i've got my plan now uh how many people should i get involved in that i mean you know we talked about sharing definitely your primary family 
Exactly. Uh, starts personal. It starts with you as an individual and your own family members, the people you are closest with. And then from there, you kind of spread it out. Once you have your own family plan together, then talk to a neighbor, talk to a coworker, talk to someone. Don't keep all this good information to yourself because wherever you are during this disaster, you do want to connect with the people around you because that's one of the other things we know about disaster is there just won't be enough help to go around from police officers, firefighters, utility crews, medics. They're going to just really be tapped and stretched to the limit. And so, in essence, it's your neighbors, friends, coworkers, and family members that become your own first responders. We all become responders during, exactly. during disaster. Yep. Uh, exactly. Okay. So, uh, you know, this is, um, once we get our plan together, you know, the next thing you mentioned was, I think, create a kit. Mm-hmm. Tell us what a kit looks like or means. When you say create a kit, I think it's important for people to know what does that look like? Does it look like something that I'm going to take when I go into the wilderness or is it more like a uh, lunch bag at the park? Sure. A kit just it, it varies and it's, it's all of the above. The answer, yes. For some people, it's a little backpack that they have. It's, a, it's called their go kit. It's got all of their essentials. It's the things that will, you know, a little bit of water, and then it's the things that will keep them warm, fed, and dry, and it's got a safe light source. It's got a crank radio in there, a way to get good information, all the emergency kind of essentials. So it's all in a backpack. For a home kit, you might want to go a little bit more extended, or some people do individual backpacks for every family member. So this is where the personal start com- part comes in. And so, because chances are you've got a lot of all of these materials that you want to have in a kit for emergency purposes, but they're just all over your house. So take the time to kind of gather it up and uh, put it together in, some people use a rolling suitcase, a rolling Rubbermaid bin, um, uh, containers, and then put it somewhere near a main exit. And that's your primary kit for home disaster when you're home and then carry little mini versions in your car in your in your desk at work your child at school that kind of thing and you know the number one thing that people think about right away is water so let's talk about that for a minute Absolutely. Water is the number one essential. If you don't do anything else, please, please, please store some emergency drinking water because we all need it. None of us live long without it. So water is absolutely the number one item to include in all of your kits. And so there's a whole a whole raft of information out about how to store water, how much water, how, when do I change it, all of that kind of stuff. If you can think about one gallon per person per day, and we're trying to encourage people to do it for at least three days, mm. which is to give them a start. You know, realistically, you might actually need closer to five to seven days if it's a really, really bad worst-case scenario. But try and go for at least three days. So one gallon per person per day. The way that breaks down is half a gallon is for you to drink and stay healthy and hydrated. The other half gallon is to cook with and for sanitation and cleaning. So that's how that works. And so work that out. you got to work the numbers for your own family. Well, and and that's really very, very important, too, also, to think about how you're going to uh, react to this when everything happens. When we come back, we're going to talk about the skills. This is the react part. These are the skills. What do you need to know? What do you need to learn? And also, I want all of you to know, uh, Debbie's here to answer your questions. If you have a question uh, about how to become more prepared, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. We're taking your calls. And we're also taking instant 
audience feedback question. If you go to drpatlive.com, uh, then what you can do is just simply type in your question and we'll bring it up. But if you have a question for Debbie today, give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Paul Bland. I want to tell you about my friend glutathione. Imagine each cell of your body as a room in a house that has a fire in the fireplace to provide heat and energy to optimize your body's functioning. Now imagine that fire getting out of control due to stress, illness, or toxins. This is when your friend glutathione is not produced fast enough to turn the heat down. I found something amazing that has transformed my health dramatically, and I've lost 20 pounds as a bonus. Action away. Action Way is nature's perfect way of providing the three precursors to maintain high levels of glutathione in each cell of your body. Research has shown that Action Way has the purest ingredients to create glutathione naturally and effectively in your body to control that raging fire. Please call me at 866-831-4330 for more information on Action Way and visit seaandearth.com. That's S-E-A and Earth. to find out how to get your raging fire under control. Have you asked your dentist about periodontal disease? Three out of four adults in Seattle unknowingly suffer from this painless but progressive infection caused by bacterial plaque. If not carefully treated, these bacteria can infect your gums, deteriorating the tissue and causing tooth loss. At Pacific Northwest Periodontics and Implant Dentistry, we offer a different kind of patient experience providing the highest level of perio care within a relaxing environment. After a thorough examination, our doctors will take the time to understand your needs, address your concerns, and review a variety of treatment options with you. Our goal is to work with you to ensure the integrity of your dental health. Don't allow periodontal disease to take your teeth. Call Pacific Northwest Periodontics at 206-575-1086 to schedule an appointment or to learn more about periodontics Visit us online at pnwperio.com. Perna Yoga Centers provides an integrated yoga experience that encourages health, relaxation, and the inner pursuit of purpose without pretense through the natural connection of the body, mind, and spirit. Whether you are looking to yoga for exercise, improve your health, use yoga and meditation as a means of self-discovery, or learn how to teach yoga, our inspired instruction and supportive community will help you accomplish your goals. For more information, visit yogacenters.com. That's yogacenters.com. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose 1 to 3 pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404. Or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Hey, everybody. 
everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And Debbie Getz is in the house. She's joining us from the team of the Emergency Preparedness uh, Group. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Debbie, the Seattle Office of Emergency Management. Uh, And we're going to give you some websites because there's um, information on the Internet that you can download. There are PDFs that really go into details about what you can do. Um, and so let's give out the websites, uh, if we could, and then uh, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about tsunamis. But, uh, Debbie, what's the best way for people to find out more? A couple of great sites. Our own city website is www.seattle.gov slash emergency. And we've got a whole section all about preparedness, whether that's personal, whether it's for your business, whether that's for your work group or your neighbors. Uh, you can It's all right there, lots of resources. It's all of our training classes and lots of templates and PDFs and things like that. Another great site, which we are a regional partner to, is the 3 days 3 Ways org website and that's the number three and so so hopefully you can list that but three days three ways dot org and it's been newly updated lots of interactive activities for your children and just lots of great tips and info yeah this is great thank you so so much now let's talk about the whole tsunami idea because the the disaster in Japan, which is still, uh, which is ongoing, actually, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, it, it has been eye-opening in so many, many ways. But the whole idea of, of tsunamis reaching us, and of course, you know, Indonesia and what's happened over there in the past several years has also made us more aware. What is it realistically that we should be looking at? Well, when the, when the plates of the Earth are moving, as in a subduction zone earthquake, which is what Japan just experienced, then the chance of tsunami is it's right there. And so we are at that same risk for our Washington and Oregon coast when something will happen along the Cascadia subduction zone. That is capable of generating a tsunami. And so when something like that happens, then there's a whole warning system all around the Pacific Ocean. And that sends out the alerts and and it gets out to the to the public and so we get those warnings out as quickly and efficiently as we can and then people just really need to heed and be able to follow the designated tsunami routes and and get to a higher safer place how do they find out about those routes because that was one of the questions that i got coming in you know it's especially if you're living um a pl- at a place that's in- surrounded by water i mean for example definitely the coastal areas you know there are ways to move inland um you don't want to be necessarily taking a ferry so let's just eliminate that from your plan right it, it, it depends. The routes should be designated. There's usually sign postings that, that mark the route, and it's, it would be something really great if you're visiting a coastal area to find that out ahead of time. Most of the government websites will, will have that listed somewhere, so if you're visiting the area, here's the designated route. Maybe there's even a map. So, so check with the local emergency management officials in, in that area, and they should be able to tell you ahead of time. And again, the planning. <laughs> the planning can really make a difference. And then uh, if the time comes and it's like, well, what's going on? And now you just have to kind of get out of Dodge and, and seek higher ground. Well, then look for those signposts and then use 
part of your common sense that gets you up away from the water versus closer to it. Exactly. Now, before the break, we talked about skills. And uh, and let's talk about them, because this is, you know, this is the third the third thing that we need to do to get prepared. You know, when we think about skills, we think about hard skills and we think about soft skills. Give us a rundown of what the, what are the must know or should know. Sure. Some of the hard skills, everyone in the family who is old enough needs to know how to control the utilities in the house. And so that's not only the electric panel, not only the water heater, it's the natural gas meter. So how do all of those utilities work? Where are the hookups and the attachments to the house? If you're in an apartment, find out, is it from your landlord? Is there a central place where that all happens? The more you know about the inner workings of your own home, your condo, your apartment, whatever your situation, then that's going to work to your benefit at the time. So be able to to be able to uh, prevent fire is, is the big thing about controlling utilities. So another hard skill to learn is first aid and CPR. Because like we said, the number of firefighters and medics and emergency medical personnel are going to be very, very short. So you may be the one that is caring for an injured loved one. And so have those skills. Be able to keep up on your first aid as well as your CPR. And we do, we do classes twice a year, and they're offered free of charge. You just need to register for them so in the spring and the fall. And so well worth your time. Okay. One of the things that I want to touch upon before we, you know, talk up, go into some more detail is in terms of a medical kit, Um, because I think we do really well in pulling things together that, you know, we need food, water. And nowadays there are so many, what what do I want to call them, Debbie? Food products like uh, protein bars and these kinds of things that people, you know, they just go out and they get a case of them and they put them in there and, you, you know, and it used to be you had a, a closet full of food and cans and stuff. And nowadays, <laughs> right. it, you know, there are so many other things that are available to us. Uh, but how about from a medical kit point of view? Not everybody has, you know, I, I remember seeing, uh, you, you know, my dad, <laughs> my dad had this shelter down the basement, right? Because everything was about the, you know, being nuked. Right. That was, you know, that was what we grew up with, with some of our parents. Right. So. So you had this little food shelter. And one of the things that he had, you know, you always saw saw the Red Cross sign. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, give us a, a minimum, maximum idea of how to be prepared from a medical point of view. Right. Well, first, get the training. I think that's going to always work to your benefit. So have that training. And then take a look at what you're putting together for your medical supplies. You've got to have more than just Band-Aids. Band-Aids, will get you, Band-Aids and aspirin get you a, a little bit of a start. But um, if, if you can supplement that, it's kind of funny. My husband, we were moving some furniture this morning, and he knocked his toenail off his toe. Yeah. And so now the whole toenail is off. And so all the Band-Aids that we have here in the house, what is it that we actually use to get them all patched up, it was out of the first aid kit. It was the sterile gauze, the pad, and the, and the wrapping and the tape. And so it was, it was right there. Now, granted, that's not a big, full-out uh, wound that, that you may get more severely during a disaster, but we were able to take care of that, that toenail and, and got them all patched up in, with the first aid kit. So more than just Band-Aids, there's lots of kits out there that are really all the different price ranges. So get the training, get the recommendations, get well-informed, and then make an appropriate choice for your family 
from there. Exactly. I mean, and we have to really look at what we're keeping. I mean, if you put a kit together, right, and you leave it in your your planning place, let's call it, and it sits down there for five years, there may be some things in there that are highly ineffective today. Sometimes, yeah. And so that's why we always encourage people at least annually, take a look and do a little inventory of what you've got. You really don't want to be eating 10-year-old M&Ms, do you? Or do you? <laughs> so, so just get into the habit of, of taking a look at your food, all of, all of the supplies, certainly the batteries if you're storing emergency batteries. Those do have a shelf life. The yes. light sticks that you can just snap and glow for 10 to 12 hours, they have a shelf life. And so make sure you're re- re- replenishing, restocking on a regular basis. So uh, is the same true for water? Or are we pretty good with water, you know? Water can be stored in a lot of different ways. There's little packets that actually are good for about five years, which is really good. Uh, other ways to store it would be in a bottled case of water, which we say annually. Take a look and, and then uh, rotate it out. And replace it, yeah. And replace it, yeah. And then, you know, carry some in your car. So have a case in your car next time you go camping or whatever. Then you're using it. It's not only for emergencies, but now you're out camping. So use your emergency water and then replace it then. So maybe you're taking a summer trip, vacation, something like that. Another way to store water is just from a a two-liter pop bottle. uh, Reuse a two-liter pop bottle, clean it out, and then every six months you want to you want to be replacing that and and after six months you take it out you water your plants you wash the dog drink the water reuse the water you don't want to just put the water back down the drain so and then replace it with fresh water and you're good to go for another six months why do you think why do you think most people don't prepare it's really an interesting psychology isn't it I mean, why, why don't they? Um, sometimes they just think, well, I just don't have the time, or well, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's going to take a lot of money, or well, I just don't know where to start. But, but really, there's so much information out there. So knowing where to start, uh, we, just, we say start easy. Start with the low-cost, no-cost stuff. Start with talking to your family. That doesn't cost you a thing. Right. And then start by looking around your home. Uh, where are those safe spots that you could go, whether it's a, an earthquake, whether it's a tornado, all of those kinds of things? Where would you go? So start with the things that aren't going to cost you anything. We're going to talk and, about that more when we come back from break. Well, let's talk about some of the low-cost things you could do. Some things I bet you – I know when I, when I read the list that I got from Debbie, there are some things that I would have never, ever thought of never ever thought of and they make so much sense stay tuned to find out what they are we'll be right back with the dr pat show Discover the ancient art of herbal medicine today. Herbs can help our bodies respond better to the modern world's stress and toxicity, as well as nourishing and strengthening. Using organic herbs from around the world, the skilled herbalists at Urban Wellness help you choose the herbs best suited for your body. See what herbs can do for your life and health by visiting our downtown Kirkland location. Or check out our offerings and informative classes online at urbanwellness.net. That's H-E-R-B-A-N wellness.net. Do you use herbs and natural remedies? Do you search out holistic care alternatives? Or are you just looking for a different approach to dealing with health issues? We invite you then to learn about doTERRA essential oils. They are 50 to 70 times more powerful than herbs and can safely be taken internally. doTERRA represents the most effective, safest, purest essential oils today. 
Call us to get a free sample. 206-552-8222. That's 206-552-8222. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you're experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to your individual needs. We're open seven days a week with convenient locations in Green Lake and Queen Anne. New clients, mention hearing this ad and enjoy $20 off your first massage visit at Dream Clinic. Learn more about us at dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. Discover Dream Clinic and experience the difference. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Integrative Dentistry provides a broad range of holistic dental services by using healthy materials, full body understanding, and quality care. Dr. Mitch Martyr focuses on natural dentistry by combining alternative treatments with conventional procedures. He has done extensive research and continuing studies in a broad range of allied fields, including TMJ and pain treatment, orthodontics, periodontology, mercury removal, toxicology, nutrition, herbal medicine, acupuncture, massage, craniosacral, and homeopathy. Call for an appointment or free consultation at 206-367-6453. That's 206-367-6453. And visit MitchMartyrDDS.com. That's MitchMartyrDDS.com. Everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. You asked for it, and we are delivering it. Are you ready for the big one, emergency preparedness? And uh, we have the emergency preparedness expert, Debbie Getz, joining us here today. She's one of the team uh, that we have here. And uh, for those of you that do not live in the Pacific Northwest, let me tell you, you've got a team of people as well. Make sure you find out exactly what is pertinent to your area. Uh, You can do that pretty easily by looking at your government websites under emergency for the most part. Um, Debbie, for a moment, though, um, let's let's just to give people a general website they could go to, because you got a lot of good information there. Sure. Uh, our Seattle website is the seattle.gov slash emergency, a whole section all on preparedness. And another great website, which is for our region, is three days, three ways dot org. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Now, let's get to this kind of last-minute thing that none of us think about, Uh, low-cost things that we really should do. Yes, well, because even today, here's everybody's homework assignment for the day, is when you get home tonight, tuck a pair of sturdy shoes under your bed tonight. Do your homework. This is going to prevent the number one injury across all disasters, and that is cut feet. And it's, a, it's something that's preventable. So tuck a pair of sturdy shoes. This way, something unexpected happens. 
take a deep breath, get your presence of mind, put on your shoes, and then start exploring around your house and, and wherever. But protect your feet. Very important. Uh, and the, the whole idea about where to put shoes is kind of important because generally you don't keep them by your bedside, right? You have your slippers there. If you're going to bed at night, you know, you, you don't have those shoes there. And generally, I mean, you may not have them in a place where you can get them. So that's not just for you, but it's for you and all your family members, your children as well, correct? All your family members, mm-hmm. exactly. Sturdy shoes. So slippers isn't going to necessarily do it. And you don't really need the, uh, the full-out hiking boots, but something, <laughs> something sturdy, something that you are comfortable walking in. So tennis shoes, something with a sole, you know, a rubber sole or something easy to walk in. You, the Manolo Blahniks are not what you want to be tucking under your bed, let me tell you. So something you can get around in easily after disaster. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, we've talked about a lot. Let's go back and recap, if we could, uh, and just make sure everybody knows the three things they absolutely must do. Uh, and also the question is, you know, what are what are the things that, you know, most of us do incorrectly, meaning that, you know, what is the greatest thing that all of us don't do? What don't we really prepare for? I think it's the thinking ahead. I think mm-hmm. it's the thinking. It's kind of going a little bit into denial. It's like, oh, that's not really going to happen to me. It's like, well, it just you need to kind of get yourself wrapped around, you know what? I don't really know what all is going to happen in my life. I mean, everything can, anything and everything. And so you just want to be ready. And so having a plan, the people that do better through a disaster are the people that have a plan. Mm -hmm. And you have to plan that not everything is going to go to plan. But while you are maneuvering and MacGyvering your way through and shooting from the hip, this way you have something that you've pre-thought out, and it gives you a direction. The people that that have a harder time during disaster are just, they've never thought about it. They don't know what to do. They haven't given any, any kind of inkling to something even remotely happening to them. So having the plan, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to control everything that happens. We just can't do that. We are just human beings. But if you have a plan, it gives you a direction. It gives you a place to get started. And don't ever leave your home without duct tape. Uh, (laughs) you can do lots of different things with duct tape yeah you know i honestly kept a a car that i had together using duct tape oh you can yeah a million different uses for duct tape yep (laughs) oh this has been really great debbie having you here today i want to thank all of you um thank you for uh joining the show and please thank everybody at the uh emergency preparedness office for really making this happen this has been great one last thing what is your personal message for folks, what would you like to leave us with? I would say my message would be take take this in and pick one thing that you heard today and do it. Take the action step and that gets you on your way. It doesn't have to cost you a lot. It might take just a smidge of time. The important thing is you take the step and you get going with it and you will be on your way toward being better prepared. Now, one more time, let's give out those websites because I got some great information. I got some PDFs that I could download and so forth. And just give it one more time, if you don't mind. Sure. It's the www.seattle.gov slash emergency. And that's the first one. And then the www.3days3ways.org with the number three. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. One of the things we did not talk about, which perhaps we should mention, because this is what I'm finding we're not doing right now. A long time ago, my dad used to say, you always got to keep your car full of gas. Uh-huh. And I never understood that. And, you know, now with the prices of gas, that's like the last thing that we do, right? Oh. But it, it isn't at least half a tank. Half a tank, half a tank, I was going to yep, ask that you. That would be good because that way it'll get you, get you a little uh, ways of where you need to be going, you know, and it gets you going. So never go below half a tank. All right. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you for joining me here today. It was great to chat with you. You're uh, very welcome. We covered a lot of information today on the show. I, 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 Many of you have been asking for it. You know, a lot of tips, a lot of things to do. But also, if you go to the website, uh, the, you can download information. And one of the things I've learned since my friends have started to kind of move this along and put this together, you know, when we take a look at all of this, it looks like this giant thing, this elephant. And so all you need to really do is to take one little bit at a time you know just go through and do something like today for example one of the things you might want to do is what debbie mentioned is who is your out-of-state contact you know who is that and are you theirs you know do you have something that's going on where there's somebody that you know you can get to all the time do they have a cell phone can you text them do you have a cell phone Keep your cell phone charged. I don't, I, I don't think we talked about that either. But, you know, there are a lot of reasons to really look at some of the things we're new at doing now and just incorporate them into our day-to-day. Very, very interesting conversation on the show. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about what we've got coming up. Uh, Peter Kane is coming up here, the Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy. Now, this is a... You know, this this is sort of a preparedness also that we need to have in terms of our lives and our loved ones. And so Peter is going to be joining us here in a minute. I want to let you know that if you've missed any part of the show today and you want to find out more, you want to listen to it again, or you want to send it to your friends or your family, you can do so by going to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. And then uh, the archive should be up uh, tomorrow. Uh, for more information about us and if you want to be part of our newsletter and find out what's going on in advance, make sure you go to uh, the drpatshow.com or drpatlive.com or transformationtalkradio.com. We've got a great show coming up for you in a minute. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be giving away three copies of Peter's book. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And for those of you that want to pass information on, make sure that whatever you find locally in the Seattle region, you also pass on to people in other parts of the country. One of the things I've learned about this is a very simple email, copying maybe the PDF, sending it to a friend of yours in North Dakota, South Dakota, and just say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is just a little bit of information for you to be aware. But honestly, if you live in North Dakota, I think those folks in North Dakota are totally prepared. You've been listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We've got lots more coming up. Want to make sure that you know that uh, we have the one of the greatest challenges that we put forth, the holistic makeover in the planning stages. So we will be launching that. But in the meantime, you're going to want to hear from some of the people that are just finishing up in this go-around, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how they are helping others change the world. Now, this is something really important for all of us to make sure that if you've heard something today and you want to find out more information, 
Don't be shy about calling people, calling your local government, calling your community. Just pick up the phone and ask them. They'll be able to send you, especially if you don't have access to a computer. Just do something to get prepared. There's lots of ways you can do it. Let's take a short break, everybody. You've been listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we'll be right back. Peter Kane is in the house again. Special thanks to Debbie Getz and all of the folks at the Emergency Preparedness Office. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> 